Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 21 Curvish and the Water Wall As you spend a short time in one of the semi-natural chambers within the Moaning Island, everyone is tending to their wounds. The Sahuagin protecting these caverns and waters fight with a dangerous ferocity at the scent of blood, so you take extra care to treat every cut and scrape. Annika is the first to finish patching up, her hundreds of years on the island having taught her to survive. She paces the chamber, anxiously fiddling with her coral daggers. She's never been this close to saving her dear friend Kervish. Smudio and Sniffins remain joined in their Tamani form, wary of the danger ahead. The owl-headed Dipple, Exo of the Gunner's Daughter inspects the assorted crates, finding mostly old dried foodstuffs. Beyond the door that Annika hopes leads to Kervish is a tunnel that dips almost entirely into the waters the Sahuagin call home. What do y'all do? There's maybe a couple of feet in between the surface of the water and the ceiling of that tunnel. It kind of dips down into the water. So there is a way to not get in the water. You just have to find a way. Mm. Annika has her vine rope with her, wrapped around her torso. She is willing to like use that to help people cross if they're worried about getting in the water. If someone can run it through to the other side. Mm. I'm good with water. It's just, it's still water. Like, you don't have to worry oh, about the water itself. It's it. just going through. Unless you wanted to, like, cling on the sides of the walls of the tunnel and stay above the water, yes, that would be a check. Kind of. But if you just want to stay, if you just want to swim across, you just do that. I mean, so if we started something like that, a fail would land us in the water, right? Which just means, at that point, we would just have to swim it. Yes, but... The fail, if it was bad enough, because it's a fail, let someone know that you're in the water. Mm. Well, that's true. Just try to casually swim, swim casually. That's true. The only real danger here is that this hooligan live in the water. We are very you have well. no idea how deep that water is there in the tunnel. It could just be a puddle. It could okay. lead to another part of the uh, sea. I'm the lightest. Tired <laughs> in my stomach, and I just go, if shit hits the fan, pull me out. And I just start swimming. Okay. Damn, Val. So Vale takes some of this rope that Anka has with her, ties it around their waist, swims through to the other side. 
it's about 30 feet maybe of water that you have to get through before you get to the other dry land. The low ceiling only lasts for about 10 feet. After that, it opens back up and starts a gentle incline upwards before it turns out of sight. But you can get through, and would you just want to hold on to this and have people do like, uh, use it like a... Well, like a guideline, yeah, because I'm is it like a guideline, to pull anymore. or are people gonna like hang from it and crawl across? No, uh, no, I was just gonna use it like a guideline because hanging from it seems hard and dangerous and weird. Unless you're strong enough to do that, yeah. Okay, yeah. turn it into a zipline. These choices seem like more Okay, so then everybody's just gonna get in the water and use the rope as a guideline to get yeah. through. Sure. Okay. Darvin and Aranus, give me perception checks as you swim through the water, using this rope to help guide you to the right path. <laughs> that's, that's a good roll. We like that. I got an okay roll. All right, Darvin. 18. Aranus. 24. Damn. Start now strong. Start now strong. We like it. As you're making your way through, the low light from your torches helps you see a little bit farther down into the water. And you can tell that this is not just, like, ten feet deep water. This is not shallow. It's not just a flooded tunnel. The water here does connect with some very deep portion of either the ocean itself or the water underneath the island. And you can see movement underneath of at least one person-sized creature and then, like, a bunch of fish. So glad we didn't just swim it. Oh, that we had the, like, guideline where we could just do it. You make it through fairly quick. Followed by Dipple and Sam. Annika brings up the tail end, bringing her vine rope with her. Not leaving it behind for anyone to know that you guys were there. Although I'm pretty sure the dead bodies will help with that. That's um. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And as the last of you step onto the slick ground of the tunnel, you notice the water behind you begin to rise up like a wall. And it continues to rise just straight up. It's not flooding this tunnel. It is coming up like a block of water. Oh, that's GTFO, people. I don't want to fight a block of water. I don't either. Let's, you know, let's make like a tree and get out of here. Okay. Yeah. As I said before, the tunnel extends upwards at an easy angle for about 40 feet before it turns beyond your line of sight. And as this water starts to rise up in a column, you decide that you just want to go and follow that tunnel wherever. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's smiling. It's already too late. <laughs> And before you make it to that turn in the tunnel, the water has risen up about five feet, and you can see the torso of a Sahuagin carrying a short trident, like, poke out as if he is riding this water up, like an elevator. And he shouts at you in that rough, guttural language that Annika seems to understand, but none of you do. Uh, and she agrees, yeah, we should probably go. Off we go. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> yes, good. As you reach the end of the tunnel, there is a crude wooden door. It's closed, but it seems like you easily push it open into the next chamber. And as you're standing there, you can hear the water now moving upwards through the tunnel. Just like a wall of water coming towards you. Not rushing like a river, but it's coming. Open the door, open the door, open the door! Yeah, let me in, let me in. You've probably got less than a minute before that okay. wall of water reaches I, you at the door. I open the door. Yay! Let uh, everybody through and then shut the door behind us. You know, it might be greater with more warm welcome to start knocking on doors rather than just opening them. You want to stay here and wait? No, I'm just, like, uh, I'm just saying that just to think about for now. Let's go through. 
future situation. For now, let's continue the thing we've always been doing. I'm just barging but, in. I'm just barging in. But I just want to point out, as we're barging in, maybe we should start knocking. <laughs> just <it>. save me. <laughs> love it. Freaking love it. When you enter the chamber, a wet, musky smell fills the air. Ew. Smashed crates dot the ground. Torn rugs dangle haphazardly on the walls. And there, sitting on a large rock, is the massive troll, Kervish. Ooh, Kervish. Kervish. The horns, wings, and other appendages that have been grafted to his body only serve to make him more menacing. As he takes note of you, you hear an arrogant Sahuagin talking at you as they move through the chamber. It's just slowly making his way from behind Kervish to greet you. Like all the other Sahuagin, he is speaking in their very rough and guttural tongue. A second glares at you from their leaning spot against the wall. Kervish grits his teeth and starts a low growl as his wings spread, making him look even bigger. Hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> he just growls at you. And the Sikugan chuckle. Oh, okay. Annika steps past you, an empty hand reaching out as she says, Kervish, trying to get his attention. His face softens in surprise, and you get a sense of just how old he really is. He's been on this island just as long as she has. You notice the lines on his face, and how the loose skin of his neck just seems to hang. The Sahuagin, tending to Kervish, Ocker, addresses Annika in Elvish, having picked up the language at some point over the years. Well, well, if it isn't the one that got away... I'll take great pleasure in attaching whatever is left of you to Kervish. All glory to Gosrim. Ah, and you brought us a beast man. He'll make a great addition. The rest of your pitiful gang might be suitable as spare parts. Kervish, kill them all. As he waves a hand. Kervish hesitates at the sight of his old friend, but hardens himself as Ocker yells out, Now, if you know what's good for you. Annika's sadness at seeing her friend used in this way turns to fearsome courage as she says, as she says to you, do what you want with the others. But if you hurt Kurdish, you'll have to answer to me. What's the plan? Uh, I'm to get the leader. <laughs> Avoid Kurdish if I can. Yeah, I think so. Is the plan here fight, or oh, yeah. do you Want to have words here? I mean, we could try words. No words with these crazies. Well, Well, I think the the Hooligan might be a lost cause, but I think that Annika was getting through to Kirby. Annika gets her shot with Kirby. He comes after me, I'm going to defend myself. But if we could, through words, get him on our side before we engage, that would make things a lot easier, right? Go for it. So, what do you do? Um, RNS Persuade. Bale shoots an arrow. Well, which one happens first? Because if someone's talking and someone's shooting, we're just going to have a fight. Cool. So I get to think of what to say again. Thanks, guys. Okay. Um, you are the bard. Play the bard. Yeah. Bards always know what to say. Assassins always know who to kill. You guys are dicks. All of you. Um, <laughs> uh, is Kermish even going to understand me? I don't know. Ocker. The Sahuagin was speaking in Elvish when he gave those commands to Kurvish. Oh, okay, so I can... So you can assume he knows Elvish. Okay, I can assume he understands 
Okay, that's helpful, actually. Um, and also, he was Akka's friend when they were kids, so um, he probably spoke Elvish at that time, so too. So, I'm going to say is... I'm going to stand kind of next to Annika to, like, associate myself with her. Mm-hmm. Right? Just to be like, I'm with everybody. Um, and say, Kurdish, you don't have to take orders from these people any longer. We're here to free you. So, Artis. Yes. You're telling Kurdish... He doesn't have to do what they say, and he should follow you. Or he should go with you. Yeah. Yeah, you can roll persuasion. 19. Okay. His face betrays him. He wants to. He wants to listen to you. He wants to go with Annika. It's been way too long since the last time he's seen her. But, unfortunately, he responds back, You don't understand. I don't have a choice. Not in just, like, a resigned, like, you gotta do what you gotta do way. It's, like, there's, like, a touch of fear in that. Like, he definitely feels he doesn't have a choice. He has to do this. He's not in charge here. As big and strong as he may be, he does not believe himself to be in charge. Kurvish uh, does not have any weapons, aside from, of course, you know, his physical stature. He can still beat people up with his bare hands, probably better than Darwin. At least just as good as Darwin. Maybe not as fancy, but he's strong. And Ocker prods him on. Kurvish, get them. What do people want to do? Uh, I want to ask him a question before we do anything. How can we give you a choice? Um, roll perception. 23. As subtly as Kurvish can muster, he quickly darts his eyes between the two Sahu again in the room before he stomps his foot forward and lets out a growl at everybody. And Annika says, I'll do what I can to keep him calm. Don't hurt Kurvish. Okay. Initiative, everybody. Yep. Okay, baby. First of the night. Give me a good one. Yep. Of course. In combat. That's okay. Out of combat. I'll get you. In combat. I like the social and skill check ones. Everybody's like, I'm rolling like 18s and 20s. It's totally fine. Alright. Darvin. 14. It's not bad. It's really That's good. Just, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. I know. I know. Just wait. Artist. Six. <laughs> it's a good thing you got that up for the initiative roll and not an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Veil. Twelve. No, thirteen. I'm sorry. All right. Who's ready for some calm? Buy it. This guy. Bring it on. So, right after Kurvish very nervously glances at the Sahuagin masters of his in this room... He gets prodded on by Ocker to attack, and he has no choice. And he just charges at this mass of people who have just entered this room. He does still recognize Annika. He knows exactly who she is. So he figures, I'm not going to attack her until explicitly commanded to do so. But that does leave everybody else. Everybody else. And he moves with great speed at the rest of you. Just a reminder, he does have extra appendages and, like, horns and stuff grafted on. So this is going to be messy as he runs into this attack. And I think he's just going to go down the line. The first thing he's going to do is swipe at Darvin with one of his arms, trying to claw you in the face. That's a crit. 
That's way to start, Scott. That is one way to start. Um, I need all of these d6s. So gonna die in this cave. I'm gonna get one shot by a troll. That sounds like a one. And his claws rake across your face. There's a couple ones. A couple of fives. For 27 slashing damage. As Darwin has some fresh scars born on his face. Well, that's more than half my health. So, I'm going to be back up and, like, healing people? Because that's pretty much... Yeah. With his other hand, he's just going to try to backhand claw at Vale. Sweet. That's a 19 on the die. He's going to hit. 14 slashing damage. As you nimbly back away, you still get a nice good scrape across your shoulder. Arnis, he's going to just lunge one of his extra appendages at you that has some horns grafted onto it. Mm-hmm. And one of these horns is just, he's going to just try to scrape you along the chest with it. That is a 16 on the die. This one die here is being awesome. Somebody hide it. <laughs> that is only 12 slashing damage. And with his last move, he's going to try to do the same to Sam. Sam does not have any armor on. He looks like a big, fleshy target. Yeah, he's going to hit Sam. And Sam yelps out in pain, taking a good amount of damage. And as Kervish wraps up his last attack, he looks at Annika, but then just has to turn his head away. Like, he can't look her in the face right now. It's the Sahuigan's turn. One of them. It's the, uh, the guard who was just, like, chilling on the wall. He sees Kervish up in that mix. His troll buddy is taking care of business. So what he's going to do, he's going to heft up a trident and then just chuck it at somebody. But who? Well, there's six of you, so let's just roll to find out. Ah, Dipple. Poor Dipple. Yeah. And he chucks this trident right at Dipple. The 13 on the die, pretty sure he's going to hit. Oh, Dipple's taking max damage from that. Oh, damn it. Uh, 16 damage coming to Dip. And this trident just catches him right in the thigh, and he has to yank it out. And tosses it to the ground. And that's Sahuian, looking at all these nice bloodied foes of his, just approaches and stops about ten feet behind Kurvish, who's making a nice meat wall for him. Up next, Darvin. You've been slashed by Kurvish, and those two Sahuian are standing in the back, totally unharmed. Can I get to them without invoking an attack of opportunity from Kurvish? Not without taking uh, disengage. Mm-hmm. Which is an action, right? Or your bonus action if you have key points for that. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't know. All of your key points regen from that short rest, didn't it? They did, but something tells me I'm going to need all of them again. Oh, I don't yeah. well, know if I want to spend one getting away, but I guess if I don't have a choice... I'm going to do that. I'm going to spend a key point and my bonus action to get away from Kurvish. All right, so there's two Sahuigan in the room, the one that just threw the trident, and then there's Ocker, who's been kind of bossing around Kurvish. Mm, Going to go for the boss. All right. You do a nice good dip and roll around Kurvish, avoiding his slashing, and you run up on Ocker. What do you do? Okay, first attack with the sword. All right, let's do oh, it. That's all I'm going to do. Two attacks with the sword. No punches this time. Okay. Ooh, that's a 24. Yeah, that's going to hit. So that will do... Nine damage. Okay. You slash into this guy, and he screams at you a little bit. Second 
attack with the sword. That's a nine. I'm in a ten. No. <laughs> That's all I got. He quickly parries your sword away with his hand. Yeah, he looks upset that you got that close. But first, it's Dipple's turn. Hanukkah's asked him not to hurt Kurvish, so he's going to try to not hurt him. Dipple's going to dive at Kurvish's feet and try to wrap his arms around one of his legs. Just kind of slow him down and distract him a little bit. Hmm, smart. And he's holding on as best as he can. Kurvish is still very strong, so it's a, it's a minor annoyance at best right now. Up next, we have Vale. Which means the commander guy hasn't gone yet, right? No, he hasn't gone yet. I'm going to use my bonus action disengage. I'm going to fire a fucking crossbow bolt at that asshole. Okay. Which way are you going? Well, okay, where is everyone? You're all standing right in front of the door, except for Darwin, who's charged into the room to go fight the Sahuagin boss. Further to the side? Okay, you're going to go to the side. Yeah. I just want to know if it was sideways or forwards. You can't really go backwards. All right. 21. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, 24, but yes. You're north of 20. You hit. I hope so. 15. And you catch him in the ribs. And some nice, dark, gooey blood starts coming out of him. And he swears at you in the Sahuagin language. Up next is Annika. She's going to rush directly at Kurvish and jump up and wrap herself around his back. And just start trying to, like, talk into his ear. And you see him flailing about. The wings are flapping a little bit. And she is speaking very quietly into his ear, trying to get him to calm down. Trying to do something to make him less of a threat. This is, after all, exactly what she wants. She wants him back. And Kurvish is slowing down a little bit. You see him, like, taking her words to heart. Some of the fight's, like, getting out of him. Up next, Sam. All right. He's going to take some evasive action and maneuver to the opposite side of where Vale went, just to get past Kurvish and get to this who again. Annika says don't hurt him. He's not going to touch him. Unfortunately, he's not a fancy monk or rogue, so he can't do that as a bonus action. So all he was able to do is just get out of Kurvish's reach. Yay. Now it's the Suhuigan's boss turn. Ocker! We're screwed. Somebody is right next to him. Ooh, we got two good options here. I think we're going to go with the magic option on Darvin. Ocker does not like having people this close to him. He feels exposed. He's bleeding and wants to eliminate this threat that's in front of him. He's going to whisper some nice good magic, move his hands about, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, six. And Ocker successfully casts Hold Person on you, and you are now paralyzed until the end of that spell. At the end of each of your turns, you can make another wisdom saving throw. And once you succeed, the spell will end. Or if he drops the spell. I don't think he wants to do that anytime soon. Right, right. Having cast Hold Person on you, you're paralyzed. So rather than move away, he's just going to move right up next to you and use you as a human shield. He's getting some cover from Darvin now. Right? <laughs> Arnis, bottom of the round. What do you want to do? Everybody's taking damage, right? You've taken a lot of damage. Except for Annika. She's the only one who hasn't taken damage. Okay. I have a question. Yes. He is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Will Lesser Restoration work on him? Can you read Lesser Restoration to me? It says you touch a creature and can either 
and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. It's touch, right? Yeah, it's touch, so I just have to go up. You just have to make it to Darwin, who's past Curvish right now. Uh, um, but yes, sh- Lesser Restoration would unparalyze him. You can tell that Darwin is stiff and just can't move. He's usually much more agile. Uh, it's up to you. Because even if I can get to you, I probably can't heal you this round, because I'm going to have to, like, basically run up to him and take the disengage action to run around him, right? You can do that. That's the thing you can do. You can take the disengage action if you want to. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do, I think. All right. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. To, All right. Get around, like, to where he is. But the good news is I can still give you heals. Nice. <laughs> All right. I can still do that. So I'm, like, next to you, and I can't really help you. But I can help you. That's I can matters. help you, maybe not die. All right. This is your bonus action heal, right? Oh, no, it can't be your bonus action heal. This is your regular heal. This is your good heal, right? No. Oh, no, it's your bonus action. Sorry, I'm thinking of them. Because I use the disengage action. I know. I'm just so used to the two of them doing it as bonus actions. I'm like, you've got an action left, right? Right? But no. Ignore everything I just said. I'm totally around my mind. Right. It's been four weeks. I'm going to do Cut it me. at a level one. Because that's where we're at. Good God. If you took a level in Monk, you could take Disengage as a bonus action. That's not take level three. Yeah. Darwin could uh, get you enrolled at the temple. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So you're going to... I would not do well there. Uh, Five. <laughs> you're going to get seven health. Nice. Thank you. So back to the top of the round. I believe, Vale, you're still the closest one to the door, because Darwin and Arnis have run forward now through the room. You hear the sound of water hitting up against the door, and you see it starting to bleed in from underneath. And it is starting to, like, just a little bit from the water pressure. Uh, These are not watertight doors. These are not built to stand up to high amounts of pressure. And that is just a bad sign right now. But at the top of the round, it's Curvish. He is currently getting slowed down a little bit, thanks to Dipple and Annika kind of holding on to him. She's trying to reason with him. Dipple just wants to keep him slowed down, keep him from running around the room. But uh, he's still big and strong. He can still move a little bit. So the first thing he's going to do is just kick at Dipple with his free foot. He's got sharp claws on his toes, and he's just going to try to kick him right into Dipple's face. His owl owl face. Yeah. Dipple is not looking so hot. Curvish looks one side. He sees Sam got past him. Flips to the other side. He sees Vale's got past him. And he's got a decision here to make which one he wants to go after. He can't get to you both. Let's see who it's going to be. He turns to go after Sam. Oh, wow. And he attempts to rake a claw down Sam's back. He crits on Sam. Damn it. Can't save everybody. Sam is going to let out a howl of pain. Darwin knows what this feels like. Um, just a second, let me double check Sam's health. I need to see how bad Sam is feeling right now. Pretty bad! (laughs) Feeling pretty bad. Sam is panting heavily, and he's doing his best to follow Annika's warning threat. Of not hurting Kervish, but he's not sure how he's going to do that and, you know, survive. But thanks to everybody else holding on to Kervish, that's all that he's going to be able to get out this round. 
It's the Sahuagin guard's turn. The one who threw the trident. Arnis, he's going to come rushing after you. Darvin's paralyzed. Veil's all the way on the other side of the room. But he doesn't have his weapon anymore. So he's just going to try to double claw you. Take both of his hands and just whoosh, whoosh. Slash them across you. Uh, Let's do these one at a time. Yes, please. Number on the dice, please. I figured as much. 16 on the die. Oh, wait. Yeah, 16 on the die. I forgot. You're hurt. He has advantage. Can we take that down enough? Maybe. To make it. What's your AC? 15. Don't think I can do it. I'd have to roll really high. I don't think I can prevent that. Okay. Uh, In which case he runs his claw across your chest. For only eight slashing damage. Oh, only eight. And then he's going to do it again with his other hand. That is a nine on the die. Alright, I'm not going to do it. It's going to come to 16 versus AC. God damn it. That hits. For ten slashing this time. And he's just laughing in your face. This big, open mouth, toothy laugh. You're going to die. I know. You're going to die. I accepted that. The first time I got hit. Darvin! I'm going to make a saving throw. You need to make that wisdom saving throw. Uh, sorry, Darvin. Not your fault. You're semi-wise. 16. You save. Nice. You are no longer paralyzed. Well, it's not bad. It's not hopefully. That's all I can do, eh? Yeah, that's all you can do. But just through sheer force of will, you ah, power through the magic. Ocker, who's right next to you, sees you kind of unparalyzed. It's a little startled. Yeah, wants to back away, but he's just right up on you, because he was using you as a Darwin shield. Next, Dipple is going to wrench around on Curvish's leg and attempt to slow him down, bring him down. That's a two and a three on the die. So yeah, Curvish isn't making any headway, but Dipple's not making any progress bringing him to the crowd. Uh, Vale. Vale is going to draw their rapier. Ooh, rapier. And I'm going after the leader still, and I'm going to fake him out. I'm going to draw the rapier, but I'm going to attack with my hidden dagger. Uh, All right. 14. Just barely a miss. Like, he leans back, and the dagger comes up within inches of his face. I'm going to attack with the rapier. That's better. It's an 18 on the die. Oh, yeah. He didn't get that far away. And now, bam, poked. 17 damage. Yikes. You jab your rapier into his belly, just to the side. And you pull it out, and he's coughing up blood. It's oozing past his webbish hands. Good. Uh, he looks very, very hurt. Annika is going to continue holding on to Kirbish's back and whispering into his ear, trying to get him to settle down, to listen to her. And he really wants to listen to her, but he's still just too afraid of the Sahuagin, who are in charge, who have ran his life for almost 200 years now. And he does not slow down. He is still thrashing. He still is intent on hurting people. Sam's turn. What does he want to do? He is hurt. But Darwin's no longer paralyzed. So I think that I think that's enough for him. Like he he sees Darwin has been freed of whatever magic was holding him in place. So he's going to turn and just try to wrap around a couple of Kurvish's arms to keep him from attacking and flailing about. And he's got a hold of him by one of his wrists, and it's it's a struggle. 
There are three people now on Kermish attempting to hold him still. Um, but that doesn't make him powerless. It's the Sahuigan's leader turn. Darvin and Vale are now both right next to him. Yeah, I think he's just going to swipe at both of you. Yeah. He's got two arms. It's one attack for each of you. <laughs> First for Darvin. Give him more scars on that face of yours. A ten on the die. Yeah. How many use cutting words? Alright. Arnest, what do you shout at Ocker? Like, you damn dirty fish person. You leave him alone. <laughs> fish eat. Fish this is not the Discovery Channel version of the history of mermaids, so... It's a six. So many yeah. six. Yeah, no. He totally misses Darwin. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Between... I figured if he was going to swipe at both of you, you've been hit more. <laughs> so... Between Darwin's dexterity and Aranus's words, he can't make contact. Just swipe at Vale. Ooh, that's a five on the die. Let's just not even bother adding numbers to that. It just makes two. Suck it. <laughs> he makes two frantic swipes at each of you in an attempt to, like, make some room and back away. He does not like being this close. He calls out to the other Sahuagin in the room and to Kurvish. Get these ones! Here, they're hurting me! Get them! He says it in their language, but, like, you can tell like, he's asking for help. He is afraid. He does not like pain, and you're giving him a lot of it right now. Should have thought of that before he attacked us. Could have talked to them. Y'all didn't want to talk to them. I don't make a habit of talking to followers of the dick evil god that's been doing that thing but trying to kill us. True. He's tried to do other things. He's just also tried to do that. <laughs> Arnis. Ooh, it's my turn. <laughs> He doesn't need restoration anymore. Goodness. Well, no, I mean, like, you... you know, oh, right, that, that. Yeah, you're not paralyzed that. anymore. This bitch that keeps swiping at us. I'm Which one? Swiper or no swiper? The leader. Okay. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. <laughs> so he needs to make a wisdom save. Okay. Ooh, that is a six on the die. He's going to fail. Yes. What do you say to him? Is... Something about being... Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> <laughs> makes an out-of-universe reference that no one in the room gets. <laughs> His poor little brain. Roll your damage. Yeah, okay, so it's three damage. Three damage. Three damage on 2d4s. That's pretty... That's pretty weak, guess. Back to the top of the round. The water starts pushing in with more ferocity at the door. And because nobody has tried to hold it closed, the door swings open, and about a foot of water floods the room. This entire cavern is now difficult terrain, thanks to the water. Uh, You can attempt to move at full speed, you'll just have to make a uh, deck save. To not slip and fall. It is wet rocks, and there's water. And as the door swings open and this water rushes in, you can still see that wall of water with that Sahuagin kind of riding inside of it with this mini trident out in front as he motions and the water starts moving into this room and you can see this swirling massive fish behind him in the water. Mass of, not massive. Uh, lots of fish. Small ones, but lots of them. Uh, and it will slowly push into this room, making it smaller and wetter. That seems bad. The mass of fish? Yeah, that seems bad. Curvish's turn. He's got people all up on him. 
and he's still too afraid to disobey. Sam is all up on one of his arms, so with his other arm, he's just going to reach across, try to jab those claws into Sam's chest. Oh, man. Oh, that is a 17 on the die. Kurvish slams his claws into Sam's chest and rakes them across, and you hear a whimpering howl come from Sam as he falls into the water. Sam is in a bad spot right now. He is passed out in the water. Face up. I'm not going to say he's going to drown, but he's passed out. He's been hurt too much. And now that he has that other hand free, he's just going to take it and just try to slash Dipple across the back. Oh, that's also going to succeed. Dipple has not taken as much as Sam. He may make it through this attack. Just barely. Dipple is hanging on. He's just like, hurry, we've... Take them out so we can get him and go. So Hooligan Guard's turn. Sam's out of it. Dipple is not so much a threat right now. And he seems to want to save Annika for the end. So it's just the three of you, really. And you're all right up there near Ocker, aren't you? Everybody got up close into melee. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to random this. Darvin. This guard is going to rush up on you and going to just try to bury his claws in your side. Oh, there's a 15 on the die. Uh, it's the guard? Yeah. Um, this guy seems a little bit stronger. He's not as magical, but he definitely seems a bit stronger. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Alright. Cutting words. Roll them cutting words. Ooh, that's a good roll. That's an 8. That is an 8. So that is only a 14 versus AC. That will not hit... Stay with my friend, bitch! <laughs> By two, so we needed every bit of that roll. Thank yep. you. Yep. You hear the fabric of your clothes tear as his claws swipe through. Why do my clothes always end up destroyed? Because people end up attacking you a lot. You don't wear armor? I was thinking it, because my monkey's the sexy character, so our audience wants to picture him in tattered and torn right. clothing. But, you know, whatever. Darwin is tone. Right? Yeah. He just wants to show off his skin. Sure, it's a romance novel. <laughs> Oh, he's going to do it again. Ah, damn it. That jerk. I can't save you twice, so... I, know. I don't think you're going to need to. That's a one and a four on the dice. Nice. So, yeah. He makes two quick swipes at you. Neither of them seem to connect. And then, Darwin, it's your turn. I'm going to attack... What's his name? Not the guard. The... Okay, the leader. Ocker. Ocker. Yeah. He gets a name. He's in Ocker. charge. I bet he's, like, hella awkward. Awkward, awkward. I mean, you'd have to see him in a social situation. Invite him out to a party sometime. Ock, ock. Okay, before I punch him, I mean, sort him. No, never mind. Ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. First sword. Ten. No. He's frantically backpedaling. Get your sword and cap together. Second sword. Even worse. (sighs) No, that's the same. It's another ten. Pair of tens, no. And a punch. All right. blows, man. Why? I'm just gonna miss. That's the point. <laughs> or you're gonna hit twice. I'm not. I'm not wasting a key point when all I can do is roll. Threes. I mean, we're gonna die anyway. So <laughs> this dude like almost dead. Doesn't Bill have him like bleeding out, clutching he, his intestines? He hurt. He bad. Like, oh, okay. I didn't realize he was quite that close. I will. I don't. Yeah, I don't think this is the time for a flurry, especially because I keep missing, and especially because I think I had to call it already. Anyway, just before this attack. Oh. So I'm cool. still not. Not with the luck I have right now. Okay. 18. Yeah. 
He quickly dodges your two sword slashes, and he's just got his eyes on your sword. He's watching it, and he's surprised with a punch in the face. Bam! Yeah, thank you. Seven damage. Would you like to kill him or knock him out? Kill him. Kill him. All right. You punch him so hard in the face, and you just hear fish bones cracking in his skull, and just... Good. Sorry. Splish. Speaking as a free action, right? Yeah. Fish sticks, anyone? God. (laughs) (sighs) Is there negative inspiration? Can I do that? (laughs) No. (laughs) You punch Ocker so hard in the face he dies and falls into the water that is now up at your shin level. Anything else you'd like to do? Oh, hey. You've got your movement left, uh, Mm. but there is still another Sahuagin next to you. Oh, right, but I'm also out of action. Yeah. So, no. Okay. Up next is Dipple, who is doing his best to slow down Kurvish. Unfortunately, thanks to all of the blood loss and the water now getting in his mouth, he is not doing much. Vale. Darwin just killed the fish man. There's still one more standing, and there's another one coming in on that water wall. And that other fish man's engaged with an ally, correct? The guard that's been yes. in this room the whole time? Yeah, he's still right next to Darvin. Cool. I'll move up there and get him. Yeah, it's not that far. It's like a couple steps. Stab that guy. Go with my rapier first. Oh, yeah. 23. That hits. 32 damage. Hmm. What is the first time he's been hurt this whole fight? And that hurt a lot. Good. i use my bonus action to stab it. What? 16. That hits. Managed to get it through this little bit of armor he's wearing. Oh, for two. Oh, you just scratch him. After that big rapier thrust, this is just like nothing. After Vale and his Annika, she's still trying to get through the Kurvish, get him to slow down, stop this rampage. And it's hard. He's been under their control for a long, long time. Uh, but she still refuses to hurt him. Sam is... Sam's unconscious. Sam needs to make a saving throw. Coming for you, Sam. That's one success. Good. Uh, When Sam is unconscious, he remains in his Tamani form. Just in case anybody was curious. Up next is... Ocker, who is dead. Yay! Cross him out. Which means it is Aranus' turn. Hey, it's my turn. Can I get to Sam? Yes. You can get to Sam. Cool. It's slow going because of the water in the room, but you can splash your way over. Okay, that's where I'm going. Okay, what do you do to Sam? Um, make him better. <laughs> Alright, you kiss his owies and make him better. <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> no, I cure wounds. Okay. <laughs> Statistically better than kissing his owies. <laughs> Unless that is how you do your magic. Wake up, Sam! I'm just shaking him. It's fine. I cast it at a level one. Okay. That's terrible. That's six. The modifier's at four for anyone who's paying attention. <laughs> All right. I rolled it. Two. Nice. Out of eight. You kept Sam from dying? Yes. Which I believe was the goal. I, that is what matters. I did that. Is he stabilized now? He's, he's awake now. He's he, got he doesn't have to do a death saving throws. He sits up. Yay. He's got a very wet dog look about him. Oh no, don't shake. <laughs> no shake. He's gonna wait till the combat's over for that. <laughs> it's, it's all about the comedic timing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that lull. Artist, is there anything else? No. Oh, wait. 
the wall of water is pushing its way into this chamber. The first ten feet of the room are now just filled with water. Oh, God. It's moving forward like a wall, like an actual vertical plane of water. Yeah. This is, this is more magical than it is natural, clearly. Yeah. This is the one that you guys ran from in the hallway. He's riding his wall of water into the room. Oh, that guy. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You can see him. He's got his top half sticking out of this wall of water. <laughs> Urging it forward. How far away is he? 20 feet. He's getting real close to where Kurvish, Annika, and Dipple are. <sighs> okay, okay. But first, it's Kurvish's turn. And he's just going to give Dipple a boot. Boot him right in his beak. Well, that's a 12 on the die, so I'm pretty sure he's going to boot Dipple in the beak. Feathers just fly, and Dipple passes out on the ground in the water. I'm going to save that guy. He's the first officer of the ship you guys want to leave on. Yep. We should make a deal with him after this. We don't have to do stupid chores anymore because we'll have saved his ass. Let's not worry about dealing with him. Let's worry about surviving first. Same. Then Curtis just shakes a little bit to try to get Annika off, but she is holding on far too tightly. The power of friendship keeps her off. Guard's turn. So who can guard? I think he has to go after Vale, because Vale stabbed him real good. No. He's going to claw at you. Uh, it's an 11 on the die. Mm-hmm. What's your... 16. How many hit points are you down? 7. Will you be offended if I don't try to save you? Oh, totally offended. <laughs> okay, I'm going to assume you're being sarcastic, so I'm not going to use cutting words. Alright, it's going to hit. Minimum damage. He's going to deal you six slashing damage. Three slashing damage. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. As Vale bobs and weaves. Then he's going to claw you again. Oh, that's a 17 on the die. That's 13 slashing damage this time. We then move to Darwin. I guess I'll attack this fish stick. Okay. You rush over to Vale's side. Join in this fight. So first with the sword. <sighs> not a swordsman today, are you? Apparently not. I should just start. Is that two on the die? Uh-uh. Yikes. Second sword. Yeah, that's a little better. Twenty. That's much better. Yeah, you hit him. Whew. So that's eight damage. You shove that sword into his shoulder. Little acid burns going on. Any extra punches or anything? Just one punch. All uh, right. Not an action. Ah, uh, this dude's getting close. Maybe I should spend a key point. Yeah, I'll spend a key point to punch. All first. right, flurry of blows. First punch. Thirteen. Nah. He throws his arm up real quick, and your punch just glances off his forearm. And second punch. Fifteen. And he raises his other arm and bats your fist away. I think that's the first time I've ever flirted and missed twice. It's not common. I don't know if it's happened before, but definitely not common. Oh, well. Uh, it is Dipple's turn. He is passed out. He crit fails his death saving throw. No. <laughs> you see Dipple's face just dip under the water. Oh, no. Dip. Accidental on purpose. <laughs> nice. That's his first save, though, right? Yeah. But he crit failed, so that's two fails. Yeah. So yeah, you see his head and beak just dip underneath the water. That beak cannot hold its breath very well. 
And he just starts, like, inhaling the water, and his lungs are slowly filling with fluids. All right, Vale. This guard is still up next to you. Darwin joined in your fight, so you got a buddy next to you now. I'm attacking this guy. Yeah. Well, that's not going to hit. Eleven. Yeah, no, that's not going to hit. Let's bring out this guy. Just dodges out of the way. I need to just buy new dice. That's going to be a ten. We should all just buy new dice. Between the water rushing in, slowing you down a little bit, and actually seems to make them feel more comfortable in the room. They enjoy the water. Just being extra agile, and your weapon attacks just <laughs> missing all over the place. And then Annika, she's still dealing with Kurvish. Hey, that die has crit a lot tonight. Kurvish sees one of the Sahuagin dead. He sees the other one severely wounded, and he just turns his back to the third one coming in along this wall of water, and he thinks, like, you know, maybe they can't see him right now, and he just slows down a little bit more, this time on purpose rather than out of, like, being forced. Sam is up. He leaps to his feet. He's just going to try to restrain this other Tsuhuagin guard who's standing there. He's going to rush up from behind, try to wrap his arms around him, grapple him. That's not going to (laughs) work. He rolled a three. And as Sam goes to wrap his arms around the Sahuagin, he just dips down, slides through the wet fur, and pops right back up. He's surrounded, but he's not being held. Arnis, what would you like to do? I don't honestly know. Oh, oh, I need to go save Dipple. Thank you. That's that's what I need to do. Um, I need to cure Wayne's Dipple. Okay. Oh, there we go with that last level one spell, so that's fine. Sorry, you can deal at level two. Yeah, I got one of those left. Take you at level three, then. Got one of those You're left. level four, then. Got one of those left. <laughs> um, eight. It's eight. All right, you reach down under the water, grab Dipple by the collar, and pull him up. As he comes out, the water just beating off of his feathers. Lay your hand on him. His eyes just pop open and are looking around, and his head just starts spinning around in both directions, like looking around, just getting a sense of what's going on in the room. He puts a hand on your shoulder. Thank you. That wall of water continues to advance into the room. It molds around Kurvish and pushes past him slightly, leaving like a little alcove where Kurvish is at. It's pushing around on either side of him. They do want to keep Kurvish alive. They've got their own designs on him. But there's now maybe ten feet of this room left that's not submerged in water. And that's maybe fifteen feet wide. I guess I should note there is a door in that wall. <laughs> but it is Kurvish's turn, and he just stops and listens to Annika, because right now nobody can see him. Nice. <laughs> so who gets guard's turn? He's got Darwin and Vale up next to him. So he's got a claw for each of you. Yeah, bring it on. Darwin. Plenty of health. Fifteen on the die. It's a long shot, eh? Yeah, it pretty much is, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, buddy. All right. He runs his claws through you for 14 slashing damage. Ouch. And then he does a quick spin, slashes at Vale. Yeah, you ain't gonna hit nothing. That's an 18 on the die. You're gonna hit everything. He's getting a good piece of you. I still imagine you're taking your evasion oh, yeah. dodge. But still, it's 12. I'll take that six. Darvin. Attack this jerk face. Do it. I got this die out of the bag. The other dice weren't cutting it. <clears throat> Literally, they weren't cutting it. 
14. That's not cutting it either. Well, that's better than the twos and threes you were rolling, but that's still not enough. He quickly swipes his hand, and you hear your blade clang off of his claws. Okay, second sword. Should have stayed with that other die. No, <laughs> oh, I can't use the same die twice. It's bad luck. And as you thrust, row, I mean. and as you thrust forward, he just spins around your arm, and gets in real close to your ear. He's not speaking a language you can understand, but it's it's low and it's pompous almost. It's like, hey, buddy, what's up? Okay, I got. I'm gonna cut somebody. I got one punch, and I'm going for the gills again with the gill punching. Alright, he is real close. 17? Yeah, you punch him in the gills. Five damage. That is minimum. I rolled a one. Your fist lands on his gills. His skin is still wet from the last time he was in the water, and just from their natural bit of, like, bleh, and it just kind of slides off of his neck, and he winces in pain a little bit. But he is not going anywhere. You raised Dipple, right? Yes, I did. Okay. He is not going back into that water where Kurvish and Annika are at. He's just going to start backing up and get to the other side of the room. He feels overmatched. He's going to go over to that door and see if he can find out what's on the other side of it. God, I hope it's not more dudes. Vale. Vale is going to repeat her failures, their failures from last time and try yeah. to stab this dude. All right. Three again. That's not going to hit. And a seven. What does that seven come to? Fourteen. Yeah, neither of those are going to hit. Annika's going to try to keep Kurvish calm. Can't really see what's going on in there, but you don't hear any screams. So that's something. That seems good. Sam is going to try to wrap up this Sahuagin guard again. Sam is able to wrap his arms around this guy's waist, and you'll have advantage on any attacks against him. Nice. Uh, he just can't move around as much. He's like squirming around. Ah, like, go, ah, ah, ah. Arnest, it's your turn. So the leader dude's dead. Mm-hmm. The other dude is dead, right? No. Surrounded, there's, but not there's dead. There's still two There's dudes. still two. There's the guard who is surrounded by Darwin, Vale, and being held by Sam. Okay, yeah. And then there's the one riding this wall of water into the room. Hmm. That seems bad. The wall of water seems bad. That wall of water is getting a lot closer. It's going to probably start hitting you guys very soon. Yeah, I'm worried. The water itself probably won't hurt. It will, yeah. If you have a net, you could just <laughs> throw a net at him. Uh, I don't think I even need to do that. I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on him. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to try that. See, See what happens. <laughs> this could okay. end really poorly, guys. This could end really poorly. Tell or me, uh, it could not. Um, tell me what happens here. Creature of your choice that you can see within... Ri- oh, I don't know how far he is away. He's close enough. Okay. I'm like... I don't worry about range. Okay. Um, perceives everything as hilariously funny, falls into fits of laughter as the spell affected. The target must... The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. Okay. Wisdom right. saving. Doesn't matter how good his bonus is if I roll a two. And he starts laughing, and this water just starts kind of flying about the room. It is becoming a much less cohesive wall, but now there's just spurts of it just whoosh, whoosh, every once in a while shooting out like fountains. 
And, yeah, he's fallen and he's laughing. He was kind of floating already. So now he's just kind of upside down in the water. Like, you see his feet poking out above his head. You can't really fall when you're in water. And as some of these spurts of water shoot out, you see these little sharks, maybe 12 to 18 inches long, like mini tiger sharks, kitten sharks, uh, just coming out in these spurts of water, and they're flopping around on the... Oh, no, they don't flop around. There's already like a foot of water in this room. So they're just swimming around in this little foot of water, but they are quite small. Less dangerous on their own, more dangerous in groups. We're going to get killed by a swarm again. Goddamn swarm of fish. But that wall of water... Swarm of fucking fish. (laughs) (laughs) That wall of water is now roiling. But it's not moving forward anymore. Now, do we think I'm going to get worse or better? (laughs) I think better. Certainly more interesting. We'll take more interesting. Okay, does he get to save again on his turn? At the end of his turn. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. His turn's next, unless there's anything else you're doing. God damn it. No. You're at the bottom of the round. What do you want? No. the bottom of the barrel. It's fine. I don't have a fishing rod. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why that was incredibly funny to me. It was supposed to be. Anyone have a fishing rod? Okay. He's going to try to save. There's this very hideous, fishy, guttural laughter coming from the water. His feet are kicking, and he does manage to save this time. Damn. <laughs> and he rights himself, but in doing so, the water pulls back maybe another five feet as the surface of it just <laughs> solidifies, and you bought yourself a little bit of time. Nice. It's Kermish's turn. You don't see any movement from him, because you can't see him. It's the Suhugan guard's turn. He's currently grappled by Sam. He's going to try to bust free. That's what he wants to do. He squirms out of Sam's grasp. He isn't able to attack anybody, but he's no longer being held. Darvin, what do you want to do? Attack, and he's no longer being held, eh? Right, so no advantage. Damn it. I know. Sorry. That's a 19. Get him. You stabbed that fish. That's better. 11 damage? That hurts a lot. Second sword. Come on, second sword. We're counting on you. 22. Yeah. I just gotta give him a dice of peptides. Nine. He's in a rough shape right now. And then I have a punch. I'm gonna like, eh, pull back real far. Because I wanna like, <laughs> What do you want to do, punch through his head? No, I just don't want to miss His him. chest? I just don't want to miss and I'm hoping that will help. Alright. Hmm, 25. Alright, roll your damage. Nine. Describe to me what this looks like. You're finishing him off one way or another, alive or dead. Oh, I put my... I don't have any reason to leave him alive, right? Yeah. I'm killing this guy. Where are you punching him? So I pull my fist way back. Just like sort of mid... As middle as possible. Like mid-torso area. Crunch off the rib. Just below the sternum? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going for the diaphragm. Yeah. You hit him so hard, there's this puff of air out of his gills as you punch his... Everything escapes. His eyes bug out. Wow. Now I feel kind of bad. That was crap. And he falls down into the water. Oh, and I get tempered. Those two Sahuogin are dead. The only one left is riding that wall of water. Darby, no, you still have your move left. If there's anything you want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Okay. Dipple is at that door. He looks in. He turns back to everybody else in the room. Says... 
It looks like it's clear. <laughs> Shouldn't we go? Oh, crap. That's what I should have done. Uh, and he steps in through the door, and he's just waiting there, and he's, like, waving everybody. He's motioning real quick. Like, come on, come on, come on. I can't swim that well. As he points to the wall of water that's steadily advancing on you. After the dip, it's Vale. He's going to go follow the dip. <laughs> All right. At that range, I will shoot my rapier and fire a crossbow bolt at the dude riding the wave. Okay. Nice. You step into this room and you fire a crossbow bolt at the guy behind you. Twenty-two. Yeah! You hit him right in the shoulder. He's exposed. Eight damage. Alright. He seems hurt, but unfazed. You take a quick look around. There's tapestry up on the wall. This one seems much more intact than anything in the previous room. Based on what you're seeing here, and based on what Darwin had told you previously, this is the room that he had made it to before, just on the other side of the whirlpool. Uh, it's Annika's turn. So she's going to give Curtis a little pep talk here. And then... Oh, it's Sam's turn. That's Hooligan's dead. He's going to rush after Vale through that door. He's getting out. Arnus, what do you want to do? Follow them. All right. That's fine. Who is still left in this room? Darvin? Yes. Annika and Kurdish. Darvin, as this wall of water advances, make a dexterity saving throw. Or be consumed by the water. Damn. It's a seven. Oh, wait, wait. It's actually a ten. Yeah, that's not gonna... <laughs> okay. That's still not quite good enough. You turn and your feet just start slipping in this little bit of water, and you feel it just... Wrap around you as your feet leave the ground, and you're like a foot above the ground of this room. The ceiling of it is a few feet above you, but as you look around, you can see the lower half of that Sahugan who's moving this wall of water forward, and a bunch of those little sharks. And seeing you enter into the water, they all kind of organize, just turn towards you. It is Kurvish's turn. He comes. Bounding through the door with Annika on his back, and he turns at everybody who's in this room, so everybody except for Darvin. I don't know if they if they saw me leave. They can't know I left. Are we are we getting out of here? Did we just shut the door? Can we go? No, we no. get away for a friend. Darvin, let's go to you first. This water has moved forward. This entire chamber you've been fighting in is now filled with water. The bodies of those dead Sahuligan are just floating around blood oozing off of them into the water. You can see light coming from the doorway that has opened up where all of your friends left, but you were completely underwater, and there's a bunch of little sharks going to be heading your way real soon. What do you want to do? All I can do that I can think of is swim for the door as fast as I can. Alright, give me an athletics check. Swim. Come on, die. Come on. This is a check, right? Not yeah, this is a check. Okay. It's athletics. It's about getting there quickly. Eleven. You make it to the door, and your face just pops out of the surface of the water, and you feel a tug at your leg. So you can breathe some air, but it's just your head that popped out. Everybody else in that other room, you see Darwin's head whoosh, come out of the water, which has formed a plane on that door. Vale, what do you want to do? Is he in the room yet? Just my face. Just his face. Can I pull him in the room? You can try. With my crappy athletics, let's give it a shot. Yeah, you reach into the water and try to yank Darvin out. Wow, yeah, yeah, athletics, right? Yeah. 
It's a, with my minus one, a 16. That's way better than my athletic. Not bad. Not bad. You get him halfway out of the water. Sweet. His torso is just dangling in that doorway. Uh, Arnest, what would you like to do? Can I try to help, too? Yeah. Maybe-ish? Mm-hmm. Athletics, right? Yeah, athletics. I got a 12. A wimpy little 12. Okay. It's better than I rolled. Where do you grab Darvin? Middle. Grab him around the torso and yank, and you see his waist come out, you see his knees, and right before his feet come out, you see the Sahuagin hand wrap around his ankle and start yanking him back. So now you're playing a little tug of war with Darvin. He's mostly out. I'm going to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Dipple, Sam are searching through the room real quick. they found the other door. They're looking out. They see that it opens up to this big area. Darvin knows exactly where it leads to. Kervish has hidden himself uh, behind a tapestry. <laughs> he doesn't want to be seen trying to escape. It's precious. <laughs> the Sahugan's going to try to yank you back in, Darvin. Arnis, uh, you can help. So we'll say Darvin has advantage on this. Okay, uh, roll athletics. Athletics? Yeah. Come on, dice. I think with Arnis holding on to you. Come on, dice. I'm going to help you. 17. That's not terrible. 18. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, it was a 17 on the die. He's not super strong, but... Ah, I rolled a 17 on the die, too. I don't have... He pulls you in just enough for some of these sharks to get a nibble at you. Oh, of course. And you feel these tiny shark mouths start to gnaw at your calves. It's a 12 versus AC. No. Uh, but their mouths are small and they can't get through your boots. <laughs> but you definitely feel a bunch of them down there. Darvin, what would you like to do? Can I try and push myself out? You can try to pull yourself out. You... Yeah, pull. Okay. Yeah, you pull on Aranus. To yeah. help get yourself out. Seems like a poor idea. Okay, and that would be athletic. I mean, it's either that or let go of Arnis and try to kick yourself free, but no. I'll give you advantage for pulling on Darvin or for pulling on Arnis. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Athletics again? Yeah. He's like an anchor. Contested roll, so I got okay. a little higher than him, right? That's pretty much it. Alright. 15. Three! You kick yourself free. Landing on top of Aranus in a wet heap. Oh my god, thank you, Aranus. You're welcome, I guess. Are there any fish still attached to me? Uh, there's one that still has a hold of your pant leg, and it's just kind of flopping in the air now. I, I, I brought dinner. Lunch? What time of day is it? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Run faster. Shouldn't you be faster than me? <laughs> Yes, but I forgot that that was a thing I could do at the end of my turn. <laughs> and I forgot that the water was approaching rapidly, so it did not occur to me I should use my move action to get out of here. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. You're all in this prayer slash rest, resting room, not bathroom. <laughs> I was going to say restroom, like it's a room where you rest, but then it dawned on me that's... Hey, so, so you did build restrooms into this dungeon. Why don't you call it a respite room? 
Well, if this Sahugan has its way, it's going to be a water closet real quick. (laughs) (sighs) Well played. That was good. So, y'all are in this little room. Darwin, you immediately recognize where you are. You know the way out. You also know it goes along that ledge overseeing the giant whirlpool. But right now, it's pretty much either that or the wall of water behind you if you want to fight that fish man. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrand. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrand Podcast, or you can email us at skyrandpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrandpodcast.libsyn.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. If you listen to this show, you probably love tabletop games. And possibly you're a dungeon master yourself. Well, my name's Rob, and I love being a dungeon master. One of the things I love is making things for my world. So I started a show called Lore Masters, and each week on that show, I bring you a thing for your game. It could be a person, a place, an object, a magic weapon, or even a whole plot hook. I talk about what it looks like, its history, and even some of the crunch that uh, you can use in your game. If you're a Dungeon Masters, please go find Lore Masters wherever you get podcasts.